on MPB Think Radio. This is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Dale Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Now it's time for back to school. And a lot of kids are off uh, to college. Some may be even moving out, thankfully. Uh, Now, that may leave you with an extra room in the house, right? So today, let us help you with turning that extra space into a home office, walk-in closet. Wouldn't that be nice? A walk-around closet, even. Maybe even a new family gathering space. And as always, you can tell us about any project you're working on. We've got a couple of contractors here for free. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fixit 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, a home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein with uh, Dell Moore of Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Big show this week. Uh, now that it's back to school time, and I know this because I tried to drive to work this morning. You can always tell when it's back to school time. And uh, But you know what? A lot of kids are actually going off to college. Some may be even moving out of the house, uh, which may leave you with an empty room or something to fill with whatever you want. So today, let us help you with turning that extra space into a like a home office, a walk-around closet. How cool is that? Maybe even a new family gathering space. There are a lot of possibilities. And as I mentioned on the promo yesterday, don't just put the treadmill in there and then start hanging clothes on it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How you fellas doing this morning? Man, I'm great. Great to be back. Um, I almost couldn't find the studio this morning, but I finally did. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, 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 Dell, how about you? Oh, man, I'm feeling good. Blessed to be here. Y'all getting any work done on the ring? A little saturated work. A little bit inside. <laughs> Stepping in rain puddles and you know how it is. Right. Dodging the lightning. Right. Okay. All right. Well, uh, don't die. We need you on Wednesdays at 9. Anyway, so uh, what are you guys working on right now, Jeff? Well, I've uh, got two houses that we are within weeks of finishing. Uh-huh. Another week we should be finished with both of those. Uh, we've got a fire, um, as always. Seems like right. we always have a fire. Right. Um, of course, this weather's not helping us. We can't get the roof off, put the new one on. I would assume uh, this weather is actually creating some business for a place like Housework. Sure, it is, of course. Yeah. You know, that roof only leaks when it's raining, and right. then it's a whole new whole new sense of urgency now. Right. Seems no. like that's the only time they want to get it fixed. If right, it's when it's raining. raining. <laughs> uh, we'll put it off another month. Right. right. But so now they're they calling right now. Right. So you come in the rain. <laughs> so you're working on roofs, Dell? Oh, yes. We um, had some tree limbs to fall and do a significant amount of damage, and uh, we went out in the rain, kind of beat it, got that uh, repaired where they, you know, can file their claim and everything, stop the uh, water from coming in. Right. And several other um, little jobs like that, but we can't do a lot because we've got to work around the weather, but we're out in it. 
Okay. Well, um, I was doing a project this weekend. It started raining. I'm unable to finish it. So my wife looks around the living room, right? And she mm-hmm. sees this table. I got a table probably, I, I don't know, maybe six, seven years ago from the flea market and redid it ground up. You know, it was a real pretty table. Mm-hmm. But she says, I want that table at, at, at work. So mm-hmm. she wanted to take that to work. So now we need a new place to put the video games and the knickknacks. You know, pictures and all that jazz. Perfect uh, time to build a new chef. Yep. So that's what I was doing last weekend. But but we're we're doing it. Uh, we're doing it a little different. Of course, it is Jason absolutely style. a customized job. So I have recreated what looks like a mantle to begin a shelving system, and it's real pretty. So happy with that. And um, that's what's going on. Sandra's on the line, and uh, to start us off with this morning. Go ahead and uh, keep us in the between the ditches. There's a fridge out there that keeps freezing. Are you with us, Sandra? Yeah, I'm here. I'm sorry. I'm sure it is all right. Uh, I'll say it quickly. Uh, I have a refrigerator freezer, and uh, the ice keeps uh, the frost keeps farming uh, over here the dispenser area. And I had a repairman to come, and he put a new flask. On there because we thought the flat was staying up, mm-hmm. but the problem persists. So that's what I'm talking about. There is a thermostat in there, uh, or a relay inside that tells uh, your ice maker when to turn on and when to turn off. As far as as far as the the cooling, um, guys, any thoughts there? I've noticed um, if those coils get real dusty, I mean, you know, build up a lot, mm-hmm. they will um, activate the freezing mechanism. You know what he's talking about there, Sandra? The coils? Uh, uh, well, no, the thing is, my home is only three years old. I just built it. I mean, this is a new refrigerator freezer that I got from Home Depot. Right. And when I called there to try to get some troubleshooting, they gave me an 800 number that goes to the Philippines. Yeah, it's very, yeah, very frustrating. I I hate doing this to you, but do you mind telling us what brand you bought? Yeah, it's a GE. In fact, Home Depot had a suite of appliances sale when I built Mm -hmm. the house, and so I got the refrigerator, stove, the dishwasher, and the microwave. Well, let me tell you that. That when we have uh, Timmy comes on here from uh, AC Remedies and Appliance Repair, and when he talks about these things, it, it's amazing. When we have Timmy on, all we have to do is say two words, ice maker, and the phones light up because they are the bane of, of people's existence. And, and I can tell you that appliance repair people both hate and love this part. They hate it because it always breaks. They love it because they're making money every time it breaks. So, um, when, it's difficult to find somebody to come and service it. That's the problem. Right, and I think I think you're better off than than going to the company. There are yeah, there's there are local appliance yeah. people, and those are the ones you want. Yeah, and two, uh, I would call um, a one. Appliance repair. That's actually who I was thinking. But yeah, um, uh, I, I would call them, Sandra, and then if it is under warranty, um, I'm pretty sure they're an they're, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're an authorized uh, rep for GE. Um, you know, you probably won't even get a bill, 
But uh, I, I, I'd try them. I really would. Yeah, uh, three years old, it should have some type of warranty or service you would think. left. Uh, yeah. Well, I didn't did get extended warranty. Mm. So it's not on the warranty. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, call, call the local guy. He's, he's they're, they're, they're good folks over there. Yeah, the locals deal with this every day. If you call someone on a helpline, is and, and this is probably good for everyone to know, if you call... A service helpline. Typically, you're talking to a technician who's reading from a script. If the customer has right. this problem, sure. tell them this thing. If the customer has mm-hmm. this problem, tell them this thing. An appliance repair person will come to your home, look at the issue, and see if they can find the actual problem. And what what the the last person that came to your house uh, obviously didn't diagnose far enough down to find what the issue was. Yeah. So you need to call our guy. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks, Sandra. Appreciate it. If you have a question that you want to ask these guys, we, of course, have two free contractors here this morning. Either one will cost to pull up into your driveway. However, you can have them for free. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Of course, you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This morning, talking about filling in those uh, those last uh, uh, filling in those rooms when when the the young ones leave, hopefully, uh, and a lot of things you can do. A home office. A lot of folks like the idea of a new home office with new shelving, decks, uh, a desk, uh, light fixtures. You know, the whole nine yards. Just really redo it for an office situation. Now, everyone talks about this: the home gym. In yes. that room. Yes. And in which, like I said, a lot of times people will put a treadmill in there and then use it to hang their clothes on to drive. However, you can do this right. Think about the gyms that you go to a lot now, like the 24-hour type gyms. If you put up, say, a couple of machines in a bedroom and put up a little TV just like they do at the gyms, you know, how they have the, the news stations on mm-hmm. at the gyms, put yourself a little stereo system in there also. You actually can make a workable gym atmosphere uh, inside your home if you'll have something uh, to look at, like like they do in the regular gyms that you would pay for. So there's an idea there. Uh, I don't know. Java uh, helped me uh, make this up, so I don't even know what a meditation room is. I guess it's, you know, like... Yeah, the therapeutic room. I always thought that was the couch. <clears throat> well, yeah. But, but, you would need you know. one in there. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. In the meditation room. Yeah. Well, you know, on the internet they have just about everything. So, but the, med- <laughs> the meditation room is basically a say your space. It's kind of a uh, real calming. You'll put the the sound machine in there with mm-hmm. the with the waves and the, oh, you nice. Know, I got gotcha. you. Have a, a a nice area rug and the big thing was where you would uh, kind of. Do some new windows wow. to make that natural light come in. Okay, skylight. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right, all right. I get, well, is I that kind of slash man cave room? Well, wait, wait, wait. We're getting to that. <laughs> okay, the, one of the other ones is like a gathering or a media room. Now, media room where you put your big uh, listening system, where you put your giant TV and your Xbox. Yes. Or, <laughs> or your your PS4. That's room. you put that. Yeah, and you have uh, you have all the stuff there. And that does go into, like you said, uh, Dell, the man cave. Yes. All right. Now, uh, which is where you put your easy dispenser Cheetos thing, 
and you know, your shot glasses, yeah. everything, little fridge. You know, you gotta have that stuff. <laughs> and you know, they make the beer on tap so easy oh, now. Wow. They do. That, you know, they even sell the mini kegs, so mm-hmm. you don't have to be a big, big guy. You and know. see, that's the thing. Like, if my wife came to me and said, "We really, you know, let's make a room that we can both really enjoy," I'd start building the bar. Right. You know, I mean, that's because that's going to go in the corner. You know, and I want to wear that little half tuck so I can serve. Sure. You know, that's you know, if we're going to do this, let's do it. Yes, let's do it right. Right. Number calls 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. You can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We're going to take a quick break. Have you done an empty nest remodel, Jeff? I know you have. Yes, You, you decorate garages, so sure. you've had to yeah, have done it. Okay. Once you got the kids out of the house and made your space all your own, let us know. 877-MPB-RING. It's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. Today... We're talking about the empty nest. The kids are gone. How to remodel that new space or anything else you've been talking about. Think about it. If two guys in a contractor's truck rolled up to your house today, and so you could ask them anything you wanted, advice for free, what would you ask about your house? That's what you can do here. 888-877-MPB-RING. Sorry. Sorry. All right, so Riza's on the line in Wiggins, and she wants to remodel a kitchen. There you go, Riza. That's thinking. So so what are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking that there's a wall between the kitchen and the dining room, mm-hmm. and it has it's the wall that has the sink on it. And I'd like to take out those upper counter uh, cabinets and create an island that's open to the dining room. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I don't like what they're doing on all the TV shows now, but, you know. Right. I don't know if they make it look harder than it is or easier than it is. Because <laughs> fun. It's, they make it look fun. <laughs> and it, yeah, they do make it look fun, easy, and cheap, <laughs> and quick. Right. And, Three you know, steps. Right. Just right. boom, yeah. boom, bam. I, I don't know if you know this, Risa, but you can completely redo your kitchen in 30 minutes or less. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. No, actually, Risa, if there was a room in the house that was most difficult, it would be a toss between the kitchen or the bath. Correct. As far as uh, remodeling, yes, absolutely. Well, I've, I've, I'm in the throes of the bath now, so I'm 100 percent with you there. If you, uh, you know, the 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 easiest, fastest, cheapest way to redo any of those rooms is to not change the uh, the the placement of plumbing or electrical, and you can redo right. a room really fast. However, well, uh, if you're going to move plumbing or move electrical, now you're now you're into something. And plan it beforehand. You know, you could you could take that wall out and leave that sink where it is. Um, you know, you may have to do a pro vent, which is a vent, um, you know, that doesn't go through the roof. Um, you can put that in your cabinet. And um, 
But there's going to be electrical in that wall. There's going to be plumbing in that wall. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have to build um, some sort of beam. Something has to hold that roof system up where you're taking this wall out. Right. Um, and and they've. I've already been told that it's not a load-bearing wall, but, you know. Was that by, like, your next-door neighbor or an engineer? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was an inspector. Okay. Okay, okay. Perfect. Okay, Good. cool. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, you can just buy a sledgehammer and you're done with that. There you go. Well, yeah, my only rub is that it has on that on that counter there's the double sink, the dishwasher, which would stay exactly where they are, but also the refrigerator. So that's the only rub because then if you have an island there and all of a sudden you need to leave a part of the wall for the refrigerator to stand against, I'm thinking of just putting it against the end wall that's there at the end of the, the counter. Mm-hmm. Could you send so, us your blueprints? Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, now, I, you know, out of out of the three things, dishwasher, sink, or refrigerator, mm-hmm. refrigerator is obviously the easiest thing to move. Yeah. So right. yeah. It has wheels. Well, right. yeah, that and, you know, you we, still, we, still, yeah, we still have to get water to it. Right. But... Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, well, and it was, it was built in 62, so it's a raised foundation. So. Oh, nice. I don't think it'll be hard to, I mean, you tell me, and I, you know. And no, you just, you just, uh, plumbing in the case of a raised uh, foundation is a heck of a lot easier. Sure. Yeah, sure. just crawl That's under. That's what I thought. That's yeah. what I thought. Okay, yeah. good. But you, you still, are are you doing this all yourself right there, or are you at least hiring some pros to do your electrical and plumbing? No, no, yes. Somebody's going to do that. Okay, good. Sure. I feel like, you know, we can take down the cabinet and the uh, the top part of the wall. Right. And after that, you know. Yeah, if uh, as far as electrical and plumbing, first of all, you got to get it to code, and right. uh, it's got to be safe, and if you're going to spend any money in a remodel, that's where you want to put it. Yep. Exactly good. Does he okay. want to do it? Send I mean, us some pictures. Yeah. Some some before and after. Will do. Okay. Will I'll put them up on the uh, Facebook page. Okay. Thanks yeah. so much. Thanks a lot, Riza. Uh-huh. Bye. Bye. Let's go to uh, Lori in Cleveland, and uh, you know what? I've got one of these also at my house right now. You got doors that stick. Am I right, Lori? Yes. So Hello. what's going on? How are you this morning? We're great. How are you? I'm doing great as well. I have an older home, it's a brick home, mm-hmm. um, built in the '40s, I believe, and I'm having a problem. You know, I have thick wooden doors, you know, going into that uh, parts of the house. Mm-hmm. And I have those metal storm doors on the outside. Right. And they both seem to stick. So every time I walk out, I'm slamming the door to get it shut. I've tried WD-40. Mm-hmm. Um, I've taken the door off, put the door back on. Wow. Um, it's sticking in the um, on the frame and on the, uh, the door jam, mm-hmm. I guess you call it. And I have, um, you know, the older metal flaps that kind of look like a V almost. That's 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 what the, I guess it blocks the cold air and the hot right. air out. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering, is there any trick like with wax or soap or something like that? Uh, now let me ask. You said these are steel or wood doors? Both. Okay. The steel door. Have you noticed well. that they're harder to close when it's raining or hot or anything of that nature? Yes. Yes. Okay. So you got a humidity like issue. Uh, uh, perhaps. Yes. Right. And, this goes out to an enclosed, well, uh, a porch 
that has like a screen porch area. Yeah, yeah. It's getting tons of humidity out there. Um, right. Fellas, any ideas on how to make this thing not stick? And you already know that there's no foundation issue, right? No, no, no. Is it is it just sticking like on the head jam or something? I believe it's sticking on the side jam. I mean, I haven't put like chalk up there to, to find right. out, but you have to uh, you have to really pull it. Okay. I know. I know. If you're on the inside. Okay. The easiest thing to do is shut the door, stand back, and look at the margin. Now you you know okay. what I'm talking about when I say margin. Uh, no. Okay. The margin is the gap between the actual door and the door frame. Okay. Mm-hmm. You should have the same margin all the way around that door. Right. So, meaning, if it's sticking on the uh, top of the door, uh, then you would want to either take a long screw and suck the top hinge in... Or take shims and shim the bottom hinge out. Did you follow that at all, Lori? Yes. You know yes. what you're talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just kind of square it up in that hole. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a big believer in, in lubricants and all those kind of things. A door should, should function properly without any kind of fluids on right. it, <laughs> for a lack of better words. Right. So, so that margin is very, very important. But, okay, so it may just be a longer screw that I need on the top. Correct. Yeah, yeah okay. it, it'll pull it in, and it will realign that door, believe it or not. You know, it's kind of funny. Dell and I were talking about this last week. The screws that come with uh, hinges, for some reason, are about three-quarters of an inch long. And no longer. I was going to say yeah. about an inch, right. Right, yeah. Right. So so uh, go out and get yourself a good, you know, two-inch screw so it can oh, grab wow. some grab some new wood back there and okay. pull the door. Even if it's okay, a big door, sense. a little door, they still have the same size screw. Yeah. You know, the, the, it's a 2,000 pound door with a uh, one inch screw. <laughs> yeah, three quarter inch. That's absolutely. it. And it's really the only one that sticks mm-hmm. are, are just those two. And the, the aluminum does as well. Yeah, try that. Try to screw in those hinges a little okay, better and, and reframe that door, basically. If that okay, don't that work. Perfect. Thank you very much. I appreciate your help. Have a great day. Thank you, Lori. Well, we appreciate have it. To try that. Um, uh, taking the trim off and, and shimming the jam a little. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've even seen someone uh, take a screw and go into the side of the jam mm-hmm. just to pull the jam in to hold it away from it. Yeah, because you can bump them a little with a rubber mallet, mm-hmm. and it'll work a little better. All right, number calls eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. It's kind of weird because door frames uh, they only work well one way, uh, but it is not an exact science putting in a door ever. But it must be squared up. But it has to be. It has to be squared up, but it is, like I said, it's not an exact science because you have to tap here, shim there, do do whatever you got to do to get it straight. I thought that was one of the simplest things until I really got into it and realized, you know, two hours later, we're still adjusting the door. like, right, yeah, yeah. This this is intense. It's, a process. it's not really a one man job. No, it is not. It's too it's too heavy. It's too gangly. You get you know, to get the frame in there right every once in a while, you have to actually open the door. Yeah. And, and you know, there's a lot of and things. She said she took it off. I was like, wow, by yourself? Yeah, oh. I'm impressed. Yeah, those things are heavy. All right, uh, Java, we're going to take a break real quick, and we're going to come back and talk about some easy ways to DIY shelving. Okay. 
There's a lot of different ways that you don't have to spend a fortune on. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. You can send us an email, fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. steps to your front door mpb news covers the state like no one else our team of award-winning journalists keeps you informed on the news affecting your life mpb news online at mpbonline.org and on mpb think radio you're listening to fix it 101 on mpb think radio to call the show dial 1-877-MPB-RING that's 877-672-7464. Or email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Fixit 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Dale Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today... We're talking about the empty nest. The kids are gone and how to remodel that new space. Before the break, we were talking about easy ways to DIY shelving. Folks, I was at a, uh, a, a, a hardware store, a home store this weekend, and I went by and I was looking at shelving because of a project that I'm working on at home. Shelving can be expensive. Oh, yes. Very yes. expensive. Uh, cherry red wood. Then, walnut. you know what I did? Well, you know, and a lot of the expensive stuff is some of the pre-cut Mm-hmm. Uh, shelving and in the the moduled shelving, you know, it's very expensive. And sanded. And folks, let me tell you that if you will take a few more steps in that store to the lumber section, you might find, uh, you know, most shelving is just new ways to make boxes. It's it's not carpentry at its finest. That's true. That's true. You know. Now you know something that is getting real real popular is the floating shelf. Yes, floating shelves are nice. Uh, I can tell you that I want to take all the wire shelves and throw them into the sea. Sure. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, build you a nice floating shelf. Um, they can be a little tricky. Yeah. And Because uh, it's kind of a shelf inside of a shelf. Right. And there's also a weight limit. Y- well, yeah, mm-hmm. kind of, yeah. kind of. So yeah, that, that uh, goes the same with the TVs, too. <clears throat> Don't get the wrong uh, mound bracket for the right. big, big TV. And boom, right. I've seen that the way, uh, These uh, floating shelves, the way they work, are very much like, and if you've ever taken apart a mantle for a fireplace, works just the same. There's basically a board screwed into uh, the wall that you then put a, 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 a covering shelf over that, and you screw it to the thing that is screwed to the wall. Correct. And also to the studs now, not just the That's wall. That's what I mean. Yeah, the it, studs in the wall. It's got to be studs. Otherwise, that thing's coming off the wall and, in no time. Not, and don't use those door hinge screws. You know, go a little, a little Yeah, deeper. go deep. Right. 
All right, uh, Kelly's on the line in Mobile, and she is painting. What are we painting, Kelly? Oh, yeah. Um, I am painting the ceiling of my porch. Michelangelo. And I'm having a problem covering up the knot holes. They keep they keep seeping through the brown, the brown color of the knot holes. And mm. I'm wondering if there's any particular product that might would keep that stain from showing yeah yeah i know and what that, she's talking now, about where are we oh okay yeah she, she, she this is on a piece of pine mm-hmm. and uh the sappy night hole yeah the oils are coming out and once you paint it then you can it telegraphs right back through and you can see that knot right. correct right is okay. there a way is there uh i would think an oil-based primer would have done that yeah but it won't it um, won't? Nah. Really? Nah, it's it's very difficult. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think now how we cure that. Have See, you, I'm getting mad at it and paint it nine ha, times. Have you, yeah, have you tried kilts? Yeah, it's been kilts. Okay, some, some of them, we've had probably five coats of kilts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, use a hardwood next time? <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, a better, a better, uh, now, is this, uh, what type of wood is it that you know of? Um, well, it's just, uh, it was two by fours. I guess they're pine. Yeah. Usually two by fours now are. Yeah. Well, um, you can get spruce, but, mm-hmm. but usually it was, it was I, I imagine it was the cheapest stuff. Well, right. you can get, you can get what they call, uh, if you, if you go into the stores, you can get two by fours that were designed to be. Basically, wall studs, which means they're not the prettiest wood in the world because they were always intended to be covered. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know what, yeah, what you need to do, unfortunately, is, is order uh, clear. It's called clear material. It's not going to have any knots in it. Yeah. Um, and, and this is uh, what some folks would call finishing wood. or, yeah. or uh, and, and if you go into the big stores, a lot of them call it hobby wood or, you know, basically it's it's a it's a better finished right. product. Yeah. And uh-huh. it's it's clear. There's no there, you will not find any knots in it. Mm. Could she okay. cheat that with a, um, a sand and a putty? Nah. And primer? Yeah. It's coming through. Yeah. If you're going with a, a clear piece of wood, uh, make sure, Kelly, that you bring your wallet. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, it's a little more expensive than the, than the cheap stuff. Okay, but you I can you can justify it by the fact you don't need much of it. Right, that's true. <laughs> now, okay, and I will say I'll open this door if you are a professional painter who has run into this issue in the past, where you you know what she's talking about these knot holes that come up no matter how or the, the little stain looking knot holes that come up no matter how many times you paint them. Uh, just kind of seeping through the paint. If you know a better way to fix that, please yeah, give please. us a call. It seems like the, you could try one of the, uh, the paint stores, right? And they would have a product or a technique because they've run into this before. Oh yeah, okay. something like a sanding and putty that. You and know, prime. I haven't been to a paint store. I'll have to try that. Uh, oh, oh, Kelly, keep listening to the show. Somebody's going to call and help us out on this. As a matter of fact, Susan is on the line in Vicksburg to tell us about the knot holes. You with us, Susan? Um. Yes. So what about the knot holes? Um, we have um, filled the knot holes with spackling and uh-huh. then and then sanded it back down and mm-hmm. then painted it. And then you don't have quite as much of a um, seepage because you kind of have a thin coat of spackling over it. So is this spackling or down. joint compound? Oh, a joint. I, you know, I'm, a I'm, a, I'm a doctor. I'm not a, um, a carpenter. Oh, okay. so, yes. Yeah. 
so whatever that joint compound stuff is, and, okay. and then sand it down. It, you know, that might work. Okay? All right. Thanks. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Bye. Thanks. Number calls 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. What were you going to say, Jeff? Uh, nothing. I was just, um, just had a thought run through. Nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently it was not appropriate for the air. So anyway, uh, okay, let's go to uh, Kathleen in Osaka. He's got a... Uh, uh, a comment on shelving. Are you with us, Kathleen? I sure am. So what were you going to say about shelving? Well, you know how cheap I am. <laughs> when you're looking for something that you don't want to have size or cut or anything like that, mm-hmm. a lot of times in the flea market, secondhand shops and stuff, you can find doors. <coughs> and they're already squared. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you might have to cut them in half or whatever you want to do, but, I mean, they're already squared. Uh-huh. Another tip is That's if you get a door with recessed panels, you can put a glass top to it and put, an, like, an old coffee table like you're talking about changing stuff up. Mm-hmm. Find the base of the legs or whatever and put it on the underside. Oh. You've got your own coffee table with a recessed wood top. All you have to do is get the glass cut. That's cool. Good idea, yeah. Kathleen. Thank you very much. I'm here for something every now and then. Okay, appreciate it, Kathleen. All right. All right. Bye-bye. So let's get back on these knot holes because <laughs> now the world has blown up about knot holes. Uh, Barbara and Picayune, what's going on this morning? Well, I just had a suggestion about the knot holes. Okay. Um, it's been a long time, but I used to just uh, put shellac on them and then go ahead and do whatever you want to do. Uh, that easy? Does it yeah, work? As far as I remember, I'm getting old now. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure it was shellac? It might have been toothpaste. But no, it was shellac. Okay, okay. And I don't even know if people use shellac anymore. So, Can you get shellac anymore, guys? Where they, they ban that product because it's shellac. It typically burns down all the homes that it's in. So, no? everybody. It, I got two contractors in the room that are going, shellac. Yeah. You know, that's the old um, carpenter trick. It's, well, shellac is like the old version of... Uh, it's priest uh, name. Po- of poly. Oh, poly, yeah. Okay, okay. Poly yeah. yeah, that's what right. I was thinking. All right, so uh, let's keep going. David says, no, I know better what to do with the knot holes. You with us, David? I am. All right, so what were you going to say, man? Well, actually, uh, there's a bunch of ways, and most paint manufacturers have a stain-killing primer, but... We still old school shellac is definitely to work. If the knot is if the knot is smooth, you don't have to do anything but shellac is painted. If it's if it's got voids, then then you can fill it with a number of things. Wood putty, especially if you're painting it, wood putty or spackling or anything. All right, David. Kind of thing. David, you can't leave right this moment. We got to ask you some questions. First sure. of all, where and how uh, shellac? I just stumped a whole bunch of contractors by saying that word, but um, where and how? First of all, do you get that? Just the yeah, home stores? Store. Still, yeah, it's still available everywhere. Okay. What is, uh, why don't you define shellac for us? What is it? Shellac, uh, you know, it, it, it's just one of the old school uh, clear, it, it's, it, it's been replaced by polyurethane. Mm-hmm. And, and now the old school polys are being replaced by a polycrylic. Mm-hmm. Uh, shellac is just a solvent for, a solvent for it. Heavy, heavy solids clear, and it's uh, it's really kind of old school sandable, uh, 
but it, it really locks out stains, and, and we use it on a number of things. Okay. Wow, that's fantastic. Now we know. All right. There you go. Thanks, David. Appreciate it. Right. Let's keep going. Um, I got Kay and Tupelo. No, wait a second. Uh, George is on the line first in Madison. You're talking about those knot holes. You with us, George? Yes, sir. Um, I'm with the previous two. Shellac is the way to go. You can actually get white pigment in shellac. No. Um, How cool is that? Question: Shellac is actually the crushed shells of a beetle. <laughs> Come on now. Are you serious? It is. It's, you crush up some beetle shells and put it in a solvent. It's an oil-based solvent, and that's shellac. This has got to be well, like Egyptian or something. Like David said, it's available in stores, you know, Home Depot, wherever. Right. You can go get it. Well, see, you know what's funny is that we all have heard of it, and I've even taken some of the stuff off of wood before, which takes a minute, by the way, and a sander. And, but oh, it's yeah. that stuff that, that used to turn yellow. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shellac mm-hmm. over time kind of turns this dingy yellow look. However, I guess if, it's, if it comes pigmented and white... That's fantastic. Yeah, it's not a pure white like you get with kills, but right. it's great as a primer. And then you just put your top coat over it. Should solve the problem, no trouble. Where's this been all my life? I know. <laughs> We've got a whole show on knot holes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's uh, keep Free going. we got one more about the knot holes, which is Kay and Tupelo. Kay, uh, now you've got a question about the knot holes? Hello? Hi. What were you going to say about the knot holes, Kay? about the knot holes. Okay. Three contractors in the room there, and one of the contractors, I'm not sure, but he's doing the least talking, but he mentioned early on in this conversation <laughs> about <Del>. uh, sanding <laughs> and then uh, spackling, and then another caller came in and said something about spackle, and you guys talked about uh, seam, grout, or something else. So my question is, my shelf is full of compounds like grout and spackling and all these different kinds of things that you use to fill holes Mm -hmm. and instead of going to buy something i always like to try that first so i wanted that contractor to tell me a little bit more about using some of the products that are already on my shelf and then sanding it down go ahead man well um being a former furniture maker that's just a technique i use i believe in sanding you know getting a good smooth bonded surface where um whatever you use will bond good so um Sometimes they don't like to uh, give me credit for those things, but if you want to do it right, you're going to have to get a little elbow grease involved. So I would say sand your area, make sure you got a good smooth surface, and you can use the uh, wood fillers or you can, um, it's several different products, but it just depends on um, the look you want to get. You know, some people like the naughty look, but if you want to cover it, the only way is to sand it smooth and take a good wood bonding uh, element, or you can even mm-hmm. make your own wood putty with some glue and sawdust, stuff like that. And okay. then um, you can prime it. You can. Um, it just depends. I, I like the stain look, so I like natural. Mm-hmm. But um, if you're gonna paint it, then you know you got to prime it and um, mm-hmm. put you know good coats on it. You know, no cheap paint and stuff like that. And I can tell you, Kay, you uh, recently just this weekend, I was using wood putty on wood, and and. Uh, folks, please don't use joint compound on wood if you can if you can help it. Um, put wood putty on wood. It's it's so much stronger. It'll hold a screw. Um, it's it's it, it it's the same color, you know, for mm-hmm. most part. And the one I was using this weekend, Dell, mm-hmm. was the what they call the plastic wood. Basically, oh, yes. it's it's liquid a, wood. Yeah, uh, and you put it on uh, with like a uh, a putty knife, mm-hmm. and and 
and it's sandable and and paintable and everything else. You can take but some. I like these ideas of these homemade uh, remedies. Yes. And we're crossing over two MPB shows, but I mm-hmm. think that's fascinating. A little glue, little sawdust. Yes, work. you can make your own putty like that. Um, if you're not afraid to try it, take some of your old sawdust <laughs> and put it in a little Elmer's glue and, and you know, wood glue and, and work it around in those cracks and areas, and it'll be a natural um, putty. Oh, so man. Sand a little bit more. Yeah, See, sand it down. Wood shop chemistry, right? Yes. There, there you go. <laughs> Ten years of wood shop. There you go. All right. Thank you, Kay. Appreciate thank it. You. That's a really neat idea there that you got uh, with the sawdust and glue. That's pretty cool. All right, Timothy's on the line in Louisiana. I wanted to talk about that shellac. And Timothy, yes, how's how, how's going? Uh, how's living off the grid, man? Oh, it's wonderful! It's wonderful. If, I just absolutely love it. If those of you who don't know one of our regular callers, Timothy uh, is completely off the grid in Louisiana. And uh, right, I uh, don't have an electric bill. I haven't had one for ten years. There you go. And when you're getting old, you know, and you've got a, a very limited income, uh-huh. it's nice to not have that outgo. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us what you called about, Timothy. Oh, well, I called about the knot holes and the shellac. Yes, sir. See, I'm really old. Okay. Okay. All right. So That's a good place to start. I remember when shellac came in a block of bug wings. Of what? And a uh, bug wings. Bug wings. The, the lac is a. It's like a thrip that lives on a tree in Indonesia. Okay. Man, and, this and, just got real. And they gather up and they they pull the elytra. That's the the outer flight wings of the bug, and that is what it is made of. Okay. And we would get this in a block, a one pound block. It was like four inches by four inches by four inches. And, and you rub it, it on a, and put it on a screen and rub it back and forth on a screen until the dust appeared underneath. Uh-huh. And then you would add that to alcohol and linseed oil mm-hmm. and apply that. Whoa. Okay, but here's what I got to say about knots. Knots mm-hmm. are ingrained. Okay, so if you sand a knot, what happens is the area around the knot, which is flat grain or uh, is softer right so what you want to do instead of sanding is to use a cabinet scraper which is like a three by five steel card Mm -hmm. that's sharpened on the edge by rolling the edge over and just puts a little sharp edge on there okay Uh and it does the perfect job takes everything down without gouging Mm -hmm. oh okay and it gives you a, a much, much smoother surface than sanding ever would. Huh. You know? Okay. All right. Good to know. That's fantastic. Clean it now. I was about to say, is that, is that something that one might be able to use an electric planer for? Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Hand planing. Oh, no, 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 no. Absolutely not. Just hand. Hand planing. Just hand. Okay. Yeah. No, uh, uh, a low-angle block plane like a, a Stanley 62 and a half. He took me wow. like the granddaddy knee then, you know. Right, the way yeah. he described everything, <laughs> that's kind of stuff you grow up, you know, remember those old stories with granddaddy. Hey, that you know what, Timothy? You're a unique brand of awesome. We appreciate you calling. All right, thanks a lot. Uh, let's, let's move on. We now, are, I would uh, cheat that step what? if I had to, you know, <clears throat> drill it out a little and then use a quick filler, you know, just oh, you know, cheat Oh, that's a step. good idea. You know, drill I, it I out in, and fill it. You know, That's a good it. idea. 
All right, number of calls, 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. And uh, when we come back, I want to talk about the common pitfalls when remodeling stuff like this. Okay? We'll talk about it when we get back. 877-MPB-RING. This is Fix It 101. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today we're talking about the empty nest and stuff you can do now that the kids are gone, how to remodel that new space. Now, one of the things I mentioned going into the break was remodeling and the common pitfalls of remodeling. Here, here's the three things, time, tools, and the expertise. And uh, one of the things is when I first started doing like the handyman stuff around the house, the thing I found to be the most frustrating was tools. And the reason why I say that is I did not have the expertise. And you find very quickly that if you're not using the right tool, it it, it is not only inefficient, it's dangerous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and, And, you know, another thing, too, you may think that you're using the right tool. Right. But there's another tool out there that is that's they make that's for that. the only reason that they mm-hmm. they came up with that tool. Right. And 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 here's a perfect example is a faucet wrench. Yes. That's a, that's a yes. great example. Yes. You get up under there with a regular monkey wrench and think it's you can get feed. it done. Right. It's not right. going to work. You know, you, you know some of the not gonna work. some of the challenges that we that we run into is um uh and it's very frustrating. Uh, when you when you're remodeling a room or house or something, you run into trim, obviously. Right. Well, unless you know exactly where that piece of trim came from, mm-hmm. exactly what knife cut that trim, right? You're never going to match never it. Never going to match it. Nope. Ever. Mm-mm. So I I don't care if the house is one year old or a hundred. Right. It, it, one knife cut that trim. That's right. So. You know, th- those are things that can be very frustrating, and, and in the long run, you know, if you're doing a room, just do all the trim in that room. It may not match the rest of the house identically, but it's going to be so close that you cannot right. tell it. Well, you don't want to do a single room with different trims. Different style. Right, but different the, trim. yeah, yeah, if we keep the same style, the, and the, what I'm talking about is the size, and it can be a, a 30-second off, 64 off, but they still right. have to match up. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, if, if, if you don't feel that you have the tools to do that, the great thing is if you buy the tools to do it, you'll have the tools next time you need to yes. do something like and that. And set a budget so you'll know the true cost before you get into it and have to run out and go over budget and take out another loan on the house, you mm-hmm. know, for the project you started. Mm-hmm. You know, it starts off fun, but if without proper planning, you can run into all of those things. You got to buy a tool every time you get ready to do something. Or um, you just, you know, run into things you didn't see. And folks, just know, cheap tools are the way people lose eyes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Dollar sure store thing. tools? Yeah. No. Yeah. That's, that's how you get hurt. Yeah. So, all right, let's go to uh, Jim in Ocean Springs. <laughs> He's got a question about, guess what? Nuts! You with us, Jim? Oh, I love it. Yes. So what's going on, man? Hey, uh, from your last guy on the grid, you guys need to 
find some old timers like us to talk to more. Uh, shellac's been around for hundreds of years. Well, yeah, I know. Uh, Jeff and I were just talking about during yeah, the break. It comes, from, it, comes from the lac bug, it comes from the lac bug, but now basically it's all manufactured, and then you can still get it anywhere. You can go to Home Depot, wherever. You can actually buy it in a spray can. And hmm. I, the point I want to make about shellac, shellac seals everything. Uh, you can look at some of these old homes that have the pine walls mm-hmm. that were shellacked, and the whole wall, and they're still golden-colored 50, wow. 60 years. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. They varnish on it, they get black. Uh, the other thing about why shellac is so good is uh, for people finishing things like rosewood, you can't put a regular finish on top of it without sealing it. And the correct sealer for all of those oily-based woods is shellac. Huh. You can put a thin coat of shellac, lightly sand it, come back on top, and your finish will stick. Well, you know, uh, Jim, we were talking during the break. We were talking during the break, Jim, that one of the things we know of is is we've all heard of shellac, um, but it's it's I guess it's not used as much now. I mean, polyurethane is used uh, quite I, a bit, I, I guess. Um, but we've all heard of it. But Jeff and I were talking during the break. Who was the first person that looked at a bug on a tree and said, you know what we ought to do with that? We should squish up the wings of that thing and make it so that it'll coat our wood. I mean, who came up with that? Right. It's insane uh, and brilliant at the same time. So uh, we appreciate that, Jim. It's fantastic. And uh, obviously, some of you listening that have never used that product before uh, are have now found a new use for shellac. What were you going to say, John? Uh, John? We, I think we found our topic for next, uh, yeah, <laughs> our next episode, not yeah. in shellac, but which it, was used. I mean, I went to the website and shellac is everywhere in ballet shoes mm-hmm. because you know they have to stand on the top of their toes yeah. they it's basically shellac that really? they're that they're standing on there's no going to be a run on shellac, shellac in this the, town yeah in the local in the local uh, home stores that's amazing um i tell you what we are going to get to some fun some fun topics in the next couple of weeks one of those we got to get into some woodworking folks there we go. Yes. All right. Well, that's the end of it. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Michelle McAdoo. For Dell Moore, Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. show, Everyday Tech, with Miss Michelle McAdoo. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio. Oh, 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 oh.